All right, everybody, another episode. Dad and Duke, we're back. We got a lot to talk about. We got some Hawkeye episode three to talk about. We got some Spider-Man No Way Home to talk about. We got some Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse to talk about part one. Part one. Talk about... There's a lot. There's a lot. We A little bit of Ant-Man. A little bit of Ant-Man news um, that we can... We can dive into we uh we got some good stuff for this for this podcast. So oh, um yeah. tune in. Action packed episode coming up. Hell yeah, you wanna start about uh you wanna start with Hawkeye? Yeah, let's do it, man. What'd you think initially? Well, I mean, that's definitely fucking Kingpin. <laughs> He's definitely in this. Um, and it's gonna be Don Afrio. Um, there's there's no way I don't see any other like I mean the man tweeted about it. He wouldn't have tweeted about the show if he wasn't in it. I think they're gonna make him look different, which I don't love, but I get it. Um, if they're trying to separate this universe from the Daredevil universe, um, I understand why they would make him look a little different. I think they're going to make him a little bit bigger. They're going to bulk him up. Um, especially really? why? That's just the theory I've been hearing. Um, and I think part of the reason they wouldn't show his like whole body is mm-hmm. because then it would have been too obvious. If they showed his whole body and it was just going to be Vincent D'Onofrio, like normal size, like it wasn't Daredevil, it still wouldn't have been as obvious. Um, uh, whereas I think if they're bulking him up and they showed his full body, everybody be like, oh, fuck, it's this kingpin. Yeah. I know it's funny. I think I just read a little blurb yesterday that said that um, Wilson Fisk is actually the one that kills Echo's father in the comics. So I think they just flipped it. Interesting. I didn't they had know some Ronan Killam and then they had they're probably gonna have um kingpin be the the head honcho it's interesting i like i like <clears> that he's he's gonna be behind this and i think it's a perfect segue into daredevil plus they're releasing uh a feature i believe it's animated an animated feature i believe on the history of kingpin this coming wednesday are you serious running parallel to a hawkeye episode four so i think we might get a kingpin drop this week honestly like officially officially Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're really about to they they really might just change my mind about this whole six episode thing. What? I said they really might change my mind about this whole six episode um thing I was concerned about. I know. I know. They really turned it around and what I was all they had to do was just put Vincent Alfredo's hands in it for like two seconds and have him laugh and they just turned that whole shit around. Like Man. That plus Echo, Echo was fucking kick ass in this. Hank Pamero fucked the world. Um, 
I know when people put FTW after shit, they usually mean for the win, but I always read it as fuck the world. Hank Pimero, fuck the world. Um, that well, was that's crazy. I always thought it was for the win. I've never seen it. Well, it is that's for the crazy. win. It is for the win, but it oh, okay. also, like I like people also use it to stand for fuck the world. And okay. so, so whenever someone puts it as for the win, I always read it like as fuck the world. And so I, the first thing I thought was Hank Pimero, FTW, and I was like, fuck the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh God, that was the coolest fucking thing. The Hank Pym arrow. That was awesome. I lost it when it like, like it it came into focus, mm-hmm. and it just you see the little Pym logo on it. I was like, oh damn, I know what he's doing here. That was that was. I think I like that scene better than the Kingpin scene. Yeah, I like the fact that he has different types of arrows too. This is the first time they've explored that, and it makes that makes him a lot cooler. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, because I mean, like we've seen some stuff, like when he like rappelled down a building and stuff, and we saw like uh, in Endgame when she sticks him to the side of the, the cliff, and um, I mean, obviously he's got shit that explodes and stuff, but we've never actually mm-hmm. like explored what these arrows are. Yeah, the electricity one. There's a wire one that could trap people. There's a smoke one. There's like all these different types of. So acid, acid. There's like a Play-Doh or clay or whatever that yeah, one was. Yeah, like a putty one. Big putty, that's what it was. Um, obviously he's got the pin arrow. There's, mm. we'll see what else he unleashes in the next couple weeks. I'm excited. Um, or she unleashes yeah. for that matter, because if she's using trick arrows, that's that. I think the best part, not the best part about this episode, but one of the best parts about this episode also was the fact that they communicated better. When he could not hear, <laughs> absolutely. That was, I think, that was just like kind of like the the icing on the cake right there. It was just like the fact that he couldn't hear anything she was saying, and they kept like saying the same things. And like there was a <laughs> point where he said something. He told her to call herself the best archer in the world, or one of the best archers in the world. And then she said thanks, and then she said something. <laughs> she said something else after that and then he replied to her with the same thing she just said and she and she just kind of smirked and it was it was perfect it was funny that was super funny so do we think that he's gonna ditch do we think that he's gonna keep that hearing aid by the end of the show or is he gonna ditch it no i think he based on the foreshadowing i think echo teaches him i think he keeps it just to communicate with his family but I think Echo teaches him how important communicating with sign languages. And I think he does more of that. I think, I think when it comes to fighting, he might ditch the hearing aid. I think he'll, I think, I don't think he'll ditch it entirely. Mm. Cause I think when it comes to communicating with his family, I think he's going to want to keep it. But I think when it comes to fighting, he might ditch it. That warehouse scene was awesome. I loved every bit of it. When he shot the arrow behind his back without looking, that shit was oh. cold. That yeah. was sick. They really are making him into a badass after all these years. They were just like, let's introduce him and have him as just like, he's going to be a cool guy in like the, in Thor, and then he's going to be a lame guy in Avengers, and then he's always going to be lame after that. Yeah. And now he's got the show, and they're exploring him, and he's awesome. Yeah. Definitely, I like how snarky he is. Yeah. I liked right. when you were talking about the, because I talked last week on the podcast about I thought he was going to be able to 
get himself free by talking sign language to Echo. Mm-hmm. And he did for like 30 seconds. And then he, he they show how little sign language he knows because he just asked her if she wants a cookie or something like that. <laughs> and yeah. and like she gets all pissed at him and they like tape his hands up again. Like Yeah. I was like, well, there goes that theory, but yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I like what I see of um I'm loving what I see of Echo too. She's a true badass. Yeah. And I and I'm very the more I see of her, the more excited I get about her show. I like that they touch on just enough of her background to not give it all away. Right. You know, like there's still some more to see. Right. I think like the like the killing of her dad, her attachment to the like tracksuit mafia. Mm-hmm. That's like what I'm saying. I don't think they're wrapping up this tracksuit mafia storyline. They gotta stick around for probably a couple a number of different shows coming up Mm -hmm. um i think swordsman's the way they're going and we'll get to him in a bit um but i think that's the storyline they're going to wrap up by the end of this uh series or season Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if they're doing multiple seasons but by the end of these six episodes i think they're going to wrap up the swordsman storyline for sure yeah for sure um Shout out to the vintage Dodge Challenger. Oh, rip. As a car appreciator, I was like, okay. Right. I dig it. I feel her not wanting to drive that one. I wouldn't have either. I would have taken the other whip, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not smashing the <laughs> Dodge Challenger. <laughs> and then it gets smashed anyway. Yeah. Rip. Oh, that's the other arrow, the USB arrow. Yeah. Oh, man. That was so funny. But yeah. she just hits the dude in the chest with it. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, that was good. Hundred Arrow is another one. Yep. I was thinking about, I was like, wow, damn, that USB Arrow was so, like, important to the What If storyline. Mm-hmm. And, like, so critical. And then they just turn it into a joke for Hawkeye. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, save the multiverse and What If, and this is just, like, funny. Right, yes. right. It saves the <laughs> entire multiverse. And what if? And then this is just like they hit a guy in the chest with it as a like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows you how different all the timelines are. Uh, as good as this episode is, it's funny because it really could just be like a, a two act thing. Like you have the warehouse fighting scene and them escaping, and then you just have the end with Swordsman sticking up Clint. When they're going in the database and looking for um, Kazi and all the other mercenaries. Right. Now, do you think you think they could have cut that car chase? Cut it? Well, you're saying it could have been a two act thing. So that's what I'm saying. No, nah, I was just like thinking about it in a two act thing. Like those are the two. Oh, main. those are the two main. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's things that came to mind. That makes sense. Nah. We uh, speaking of the car chase, though, you want to talk about uh. How Marvel does car chases, <laughs> unlike anyone else. <laughs> yeah, they just. Hey man, Marvel loves their vehicle scenes on busy streets. Yeah, they always pan out well, so I never complain. They do. They kick ass. They yeah, do. They're great. They're always great. I love yeah. the one in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Of course, I love the bus scene in Shang Chi. Like, love the um. I love you, Doctor Pam. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Who was? Yeah. That was really funny. That one's really funny. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, technically, like the first Iron Man with the tank, mm-hmm. that's not really so much of a chase as much as it's just like an ambush. Um, There's one more that's escaping my mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, Damn. Oh, uh, Winter Soldier. Right. Winter Soldier. There's a couple, I think, in Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's true. Um, where's the one where the... Well, that's technically not a car chasing. Well, it is. A Black Panther kind of... Yeah, it is a car chasing. When they're in Tokyo. Yeah. 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 A bit of a car chasing. The first Venom has like a really good car chasing, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, that might be my first, my favorite scene of that movie, honestly, mm. because that's when like he realizes his full potential as Venom. I guess you really are making it seem like Venom is just all around cooler character in the first one compared to the second. He is because Venom. There's no rift, I guess. I mean, there is because that he's he's got to learn to adapt to, oh, shit, this is part of me now. Mm-hmm. In the second one, it was just kind of like they wanted to have like the whole breakup thing, only have it between, uh, you know, Tom Hardy and, and Venom. Right. And yeah. yeah, I agree. It didn't play off as well. Um, but no, the first one, like there is a scene in the first venom when he gets separated from venom but it's because he like venom's taking advantage of him and he um and so so uh like and maybe maybe it's dan it's either ann or dan one of them turns on the mri oh yeah yeah because venom's about to eat dan so ann hits the mri and separates venom from eddie and uh, Eddie looks through like the glass and he's like, What happened to we? And yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it is, it's much better of a movie. And, and I know people still hate the first Venom, but I really like the first Venom. I think it's a fine order. I understand some of the complaints with it, but I, and I like, I don't love the villain, but I really do like like the origin of, of Venom in that. Yeah. And there's a cool no, I'll, yeah, I'll get I'll get to it. <laughs> I'm still recovering. No, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I just get... thought about something. Uh, go ahead. What? No, what are you gonna say? What do you think about? Oh, uh, I just thought about the fact that Clint blamed Natasha for killing Ronan. I thought that was really interesting. I thought that was so like deep, honest, not like deep, like but but it was it was kind of deep. Like he, Definitely. because like it does two things. One, it puts the blame on someone who can't possibly be caught. So it's helpful in that way. But if you're thinking about like Clint's mentality through this whole thing, like she killed Ronan, like I don't know if he's talking about the scene when she comes and gets him in Tokyo or if he's talking about the scene when she dies. Either way, yeah. either way, both of those things are just so like powerful. If you think about her killing 
Ronan because like the first one when she says come home like this isn't mm-hmm. you come home like if that's the scene where she kills Ronan in in that way I mean she did she 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 convinced him to stop being Ronan and in the second mm-hmm. if, if it's her death that convinced him to stop doing it then it's like oh like he realized he doesn't need that I feel like it was the first one though because I feel like the second one I feel like once he got his family back Although she got him the soul stone to get his family back. Because yeah. if, he, if he didn't get the soul stone, he wouldn't have gotten his family back. And yeah. it, it could be yeah. either. I think I think either I think either really works. Yeah. I didn't expect him to say that at all. I didn't know what I expected him to say. Nah. Thought he just makes some random shit up on the fly, not use her. Just found it very interesting. I like how they tie her back into it a couple times. Like it's mm-hmm. it's been a couple times they've mentioned her now, and I like that she's playing such because I think Tony has played and and Cap have both played a huge role in, and even Vision. The three of them have all played a huge role already. Like Vision in WandaVision, but then you see like Cap's influence and Tony's influence in Spider Man and just in general mm-hmm. post post Endgame. And I think now we're seeing Natasha's influence a little more post on game. Like obviously we see mm. how she influenced Florence Pugh's character, right? But now we're seeing her influence toward Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And that's something else we still have to get into in this series. She's she's coming in. She is. Nobody Damn, knows what Echo, it's gonna be Yelena, like, oh fuck. Yeah. I mean Ashen Pat. Yeah. What if she's the one that kills swordsman? Like she, <laughs> she just drops um, in and kills him. Yeah, that'd be really. I would love to see them fight. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh wait, I just thought about something. Hmm. Val has a picture of Hawkeye dressed as Ronan without the mask on. Oh yeah, I forgot she has because it wasn't just a picture she pulled up to show Elena. She pulled up. A picture of like the picture of when they met up. Yeah. Damn. That's interesting. Yeah, that she's going to wreak havoc when she pulls up to New York mm-hmm. with a vengeance. I can't wait. It's also, I gotta give you credit. I gotta give you credit for the Christmas thing, the whole scene where uh, he didn't know what his son was saying over the phone, and Kate had to relay it. Yeah, that tied together the whole theme of Christmas, and like, of course, him having to like meet a deadline, right, to get back to him. Right, so they incorporated that. You're yeah, right. I think they they're gonna keep bringing that up just to keep that fresh in people's minds that he's got he's got this mission. His his mission here isn't he's he's okay. His mission is to help Kate clear her name, but his other mission. Is to get home for Christmas, yeah. and I th- I think they want people to keep remembering that. Like his mission for himself is to, like, and Kate's mission. So they each have a mission for each other and for themselves. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye's mission for Kate is to clear her name, and Hawkeye's mission for himself is to get home for Christmas. Kate's mission for herself is to figure out what's going on with her step future stepdad, and Kate's mission for Hawkeye is to show him how much everybody appreciates him. Yeah, absolutely. 
because there was that line i think it was in this episode yeah it was in this episode when he says something about like i'm not a role model like nobody should look up to me and she like gets all like almost breaks into tears about it like because mm-hmm. like she wants to tell him how like important he is to her yeah she does she hasn't expressed well she has expressed it but like not to the extent that she would like to but she's right. still fighting it right i mean like i think like i mean that's going to be a big like reveal for her to tell him sure. but but i think she is holding back because she knows it could be awkward if she tells him. For sure. But there's going to become a moment when he gets so down on himself, I think that she's going to have to. Yeah. For sure. Shout out to her drawing Hawkeye's OG costume in the diner. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. I was like, they're going to yeah. reference the, the costume from the comics. <laughs> They've been That's doing so a good impressive. job with that in the TV shows. Like WandaVision, yeah. we got it for Halloween. Um, I'm trying to think where else we got that recently. Like the comic book costumes. Loki, I think, right? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Loki with, with uh, old Loki. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, Loki. There was, I think there was a, another one, but either way. Um, and even Kid Loki. Yeah. And they've just been like doing a good job of like, I guess paying homage to the comics. Definitely. Um with these TV shows. And I think that's another step is like they're not gonna put that Hawkeye probably that Hawkeye outfit in there, but like it's like a cute way to get it on screen. <laughs> yeah. Those silly ass goggles. Look like <laughs> wings. Yeah. Cause you're a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> the part when she calls him hawk ear. Oh, yeah, it's a good thing not called like, hog it's, here. A, it's a good thing not called hog here. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. Yeah, I wonder at what point he decides to put on the costume that she's designed for him. <laughs> I wonder when that's coming and what that conversation is going to be like. I'm sure uh-huh. it's going to be very funny. I think that their dynamics is very good. I think they're both very snarky, mm-hmm. and it just continues to shine through. Yeah, she's doing a, a phenomenal job as Kate Bishop. She can Absolutely. act her ass off in general, but this right. is fantastic. Right. And she's uh she's Spider-Woman in Spider-Verse, which again, we'll get to that later. Oh, but yes. she's also Spider-Woman. Um uh, but yeah. Um Hawkeye, something else I wanted to say about Hawkeye before we get to the big finale of Hawkeye that happened there, the big conclusion of that episode. I feel like there was another big moment. Was it car chase or something? Yeah, things know. are just now starting to come back to me. Right. I should have um, I should have written this down. I didn't write anything down this week. So now yeah, I'm kind of just yeah. spitballing. Um I don't know I'll really think about is that finale. You know they go back to Kate's crib, they try yep. to Research more into um what's the, I always fuck up his name. Kazi, that's his name. Kazi specifically, and they try to look up the stepdad and you know, Hawkeye or Clint roams, and lo and behold, he has a sword to his neck no less than ten seconds later. I would have thought he would have known better by now. 
you know? <laughs> like, I would too. Like, I kind of would too. Like him being that experience, like he's not prepared for somebody to be home. Like I get his yeah. hearing's not there and he's not able to, you know, sense that someone else is there. Like if it was Echo, she would have been able to, you know, like feel the vibrations of someone else being there. But like right. Hawkeye not really tuning into his like deafness and not really understanding how to, you know, work with that. And also like having the hearing, like I get that, but also like just, I think awareness should still be there even without. It would look better if that happened to Kate as opposed to Clint. That would make more sense for it to happen to Kate. Agreed. But if it did happen to Kate, he couldn't have pulled the sword on her. I mean, he could have, but I feel like that would have been too. He could pull the sword on Hawkeye and say, what the hell are you doing in my house? But he can't pull the sword on Kate and say, what the hell are you doing in my house? I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess that would, she that lives would look, there. Like, yeah, <laughs> like it's her house before it was his house. Yeah, unless he just turns full of him and is like, "No, fuck it." We both know about the candy. We know what this is. Right, right, right. Let's get this over. Just come yeah. out about it. Yeah, yeah. But he's got the Ronin blade. He holds the Ronin blade up to Hawkeye's neck, which I'm just mm-hmm. like, Hawkeye's gonna like steal that shit back a hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen for sure. Do you think Swordsman's making it out of this? Uh, well... If we're following the trend of MCU film, or MCU projects in this phase so far, no, because and Loki granted um... Kane comes back, he still does die. And Falcon and Winter Soldier, Flag Smasher, dies. So if I found that trend, I would assume he dies. I don't necessarily want him to. I would hope he sticks around and maybe ties along with someone else or finds a different hero to terrorize because I, I truly do like his character. Right. So yes and no in that way. I think the fact that they introduced multiple villains could, you know, give cadence to the fact that he might be getting wiped out one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I think having Echo, Echo, not really a villain. I don't feel. I feel like she's more of like an anti-hero. She's just, you know, like aligned. She's, she's vengeful. Yeah, she's vengeful. Yeah. Yeah, she's just, and she's aligned with like a villainous organization. Mm-hmm. But um, her I, best interests take precedence over other people's for sure right right and i think but i think having her there having kingpin potentially there well potentially he's fucking there come on um yeah. i think i think swordsman might get wiped because of those two things um mm. i think elena could do it i doubt it i feel like it would have to be kate or hawkeye probably hawkeye um yeah unless they really want to set the precedent that kate's about to start killing people too there because I don't think she's killed anybody yet, right? No. No, not yet. Hasn't taken any lives. Yeah, because this past episode, Hawkeye was the one taking everybody in the tracksuit mafia out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they... Um, I see your point about it. Like They yeah. have other people they could fall back on even if they do kill Swordsman. Right. And and 
Now that's the other thing. And we might've talked about this last week. Do you think Swordsman's going to be contemporary or do you think he's going to still be the one that trained Hawkeye or do you think they'll know each other? Mm. Because we did touch on this last week, but if Swordsman's not sure who he is, which he could, like who knows, they could continue that scene next week. And Swordsman is like, oh shit, Clint, like. I hope they don't do that. You hope they don't? I would, I would, yeah, I would, I would prefer they, he just asked him, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. I would prefer than Clint? Jack? <laughs> you know, that corny. It would be corny. Yeah. I could see it happening, though. Because, I mean, like, the fact that we had a hostage situation to start this week's episode, and, like, we're going to have another hostage situation to start next week's episode. Not yes. hostage, I guess, but kidnapping situation. Because yeah, it's, it's definitely foreshadowed. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and we'll see what Kate does. Maybe Kate has to break Hawkeye out this time. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be tied to the couch this episode, right? Stay getting tied up. And speaking of not kidnappings necessarily, well, I mean, because again, they're not being they're being kidnapped, not held hostage, mm-hmm. because hostage implies that they're the real target is someone else when the real target is not. Do you think Elena would like, this is kind of how I'm picturing the whole season ending. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye makes it home for Christmas and Elena's there with his family. Oh God. Damn. Like, she's going straight to the family, huh? Like I'm thinking like, does she fulfill or does he fulfill his promise? Makes it home for Christmas. And when he gets there, his family's like tied up and there's Elena like ready to fucking kill him. That'll be some shit. Yeah. I really feel like this has to have a dark fucking ending. Like I would love it for her to have a dark ending. I don't think it will because it's so lighthearted, but I feel like it's gonna be it. half and half. Like I feel like it's gonna be like you know the ending of Falcon Winter Soldier when we get them painting the boat and shit, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. it just turns super dark with with uh, Carter, Sharon Carter. Oh, yeah. Power broker, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we could get something like that. Um, was that dark, though? No, it wasn't super dark. It was, I, I guess for her character it kind of was, but yeah. it was just like uh, it soiled the whole happy ending, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that for sure. And so that's what I'm getting at, I guess, um, more so than um whereas WandaVision was like the opposite, where it was like super sad ending, and then all of a sudden it's like giving you hope. Like right. when she's reading through the book. Yeah. <sighs> I think he's gonna make it home in time. I don't I don't know. I don't know when Yelena is gonna come in. I don't know what she's going to do to come in. Oh I, don't even, I don't even know, like, how many people she's actually going to fight. Is she just going to fight Clint, or is she going to have to fight Swordsman and Echo? Like, how are they going to... I kind of would love to see Yelena take out Swordsman. I'm not going to lie. I yeah, think I'm Kate lying. needs to. I think for Kate's arc, Kate needs to. But also, like, Yelena taking him out would be just as, like... Yeah. For Kate and Yelena's fighting... I, they need a tag fantastic. team. In. They need to be the new Hawkeye and Black Widow. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Um, my other thought is, what if Yelena comes in 
at some point, episode four or five. Mm-hmm. And Hawkeye, like, and Kate help convince her that Hawkeye wasn't the one that killed Natasha. She becomes like an ally to them. And then Hawkeye brings her home to meet his family for Christmas. She has Christmas with the Bartons. Like, like her sister was really close with that family, and then now she would be. I don't know. Maybe. I don't I don't know that would happen, but I feel like if they are gonna aim for the happy ending. I feel like having Natasha's sister, you know, his best friend in the world's sister meet his family would be like a way to do it. Yeah. I definitely feel like it'll probably be a... Kate just becoming so close to him that she gets real friendly with her family and they're eating together. Interesting. Just, Just fully talking and no, with with her, or I guess with him knowing that she really appreciates him on that level. So there's an added dimension to the, my the thought dynamic on, of the friendship. My thought on Kate, I think there is going to be an added dynamic to their friendship. But I don't think, I think Hawkeye is going to like seemingly Irish exit it to get to his family for, <laughs> home for, for Christmas. Um, you still but, think he will? Yeah, but I think what's going to happen is he's going to leave like a present under the tree at Kate's and it's going to be like a bow or a set of trick arrows or something. Okay, I can see that. That's very much his character. That's a good point. Yeah. He does seem like the type to like leave a gift. He's real. He's still stealthy. Right. Yeah. Like be sentimental about it, but like also like have other things to do. So like not put aside. I feel like he's gonna, they're gonna, Marvel is gonna soften him up at a certain point. I think that they are. Cause he's always been known as like the real, like, like he said, like super under the radar. Right. Doesn't want all the attention. He's not really the best at displaying emotions because he detaches himself. Marvel's gonna bring that around. They're gonna have a moment. Yeah, they need to. They need to. Yeah. They're going to. Um, I think, that's what I think. I think, that could be a way for Marvel to have him hang it up finally. Is if you know Kate breaks her bow at some point and he just gives her his, like, yeah, he like gives it to her for Christmas or whatever. Like, I just see this scene where Kate is eating dinner with her mom on Christmas and like they're talking about Clint and like the dog's there, Lucky's there, and then all of a sudden, like, Kate looks over and there's like a present under the tree and it's fucking obvious that it's wrapped as a bow, like. <laughs> like it's just like his bow and it, you can tell what it is and she opens it and it's the bow and trick arrows and stuff um yeah we'll see like i don't know i really don't know like this the ending they can go any direction with this ending mm-hmm. i think it's gonna be good no matter what they do like they've officially built it up within one episode to like they just like really like the first two episodes, like we were talking about last week, it was like kind of like just a couple, you know, hills and valleys. And it was like nothing, no real big peaks. And this week they just like drove it right up the fucking mountain. Like mm-hmm. from the start. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Uh, yeah, that's, all that's, all, that's all I have for episode Hawkeye. 
You want to get to uh, what do you want to start with next? Spider Verse? Oh, yeah. Let's just dive right on in. All right. What do you think about the trailer? Uh, I thought it was. I don't even have the words to express just how good it was. I'm so happy we have a definitive date mm-hmm. for the net saga of this, this Spider Verse. And. Just Miles Morales is just the coolest. He's just so cool. Like the animation just it complements his character so well. And like what makes Spider-Verse so phenomenal is just the world that they've built with only one movie. It feels so just authentic to him. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to what else they do with that world to push the boundaries. Yeah. And like just thinking about it, they didn't even give that much in that trailer. It was like right. just, you know, he talked to Gwen for a minute, and she finds out that like he's been drawn her, and then he falls through the Spider Verse and he's fighting Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Oh my, that's it was like, and that's it, and that's all we get out of it. Yeah. But it was it was still like everything I wanted. Yeah, like Spider-Man 2099, he was my, had probably my favorite Spider-Man suit, honestly. Like, who it doesn't love that 2099 suit? It is a sick you know? suit. Yeah. That's both so of them. Great. Both yeah. of them. The, the blue and the white are both sick suits. Oh, that's, that movie is going to be so fucking good. It is. We got some original animated Spider-Man voices coming back. Mm-hmm. Um... We got we got a bunch of shit coming in. We got there's a rumor that one of the live action Spider Men is going to be in it, and so I think if I personally I think if they have Andy Garfield just fall through the multiverse at some arbitrary point in time in in No Way Home, and then he just shows up again in Spider Verse. I think that would be a cute touch and it would make Spider-Verse officially canon to the MCU. For sure. Yeah, that would be great. That would be a good way to tie it in. Mm-hmm. And they said because... I forget who said it. I think it was one of the producers of Spider-Verse said something about the fact that Miles isn't going to be in No Way Home. Oh, uh, yeah. But they he didn't say that Aaron Davis won't be. <laughs> and if yeah. they do the post credit scene that I'm envisioning in my head, mm-hmm. they could still introduce Miles without even having him to be on screen. For sure. 100%. Marvel's very good with that. Yeah. With nudge, nudge, wink, wink, poke, poke. Right. Right. I, I can't see them not introducing Miles in the Spider-Verse movie of the MCU, you know? Yeah. I can't see them not, like, at least alluding to him again. That's really going to be... It's crazy that I already know movie of the year next year is. <laughs> they better nominate your, your fucking Academy. Your fucking, mm-hmm. they, they never nominate animated films ever. And Into the Spider-Verse is one of the greatest films of all time, period, of any animated, non-animated, whatever. And they mm. just decided not to nominate it because it was animated. And uh-huh. it's bullshit. Yeah, that's fucked up. For sure. It's all right. They, 
they have something for them next year. Yep. Give them and, oh. and there's another one coming. This is just part one. I know. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. It's really it's real Spider Man hours for sure. It really is. It's gonna be a great year for Spider Man fans. Sure. Did under two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. No way home. And there's just more news that comes out every day about that movie. And it's insane. Mm. Before we get to No Way Home, I just had a thought because I talked, said earlier about how Haley Steinfeld voices Gwen. Did Marshall Ali, he was in he was in the first one too, right? Yeah, he was Prowler. No, was he? Yeah, wasn't he the uncle? Right, he was. He was. Because I and Brian Tyree Henry was the dad. Oh yeah, Brian Tyree was dad. Yeah. I hope to get everyone, everyone back. Yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. Um, who voiced like I feel like didn't Nick Cage voice one of the Spider Man? Yeah, he voiced the old timey one. Right. The noir. Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man Noir, yeah. yeah. Um think who else they got there was like the japanese spider-man with the <laughs> robot yeah it was like the the gerard way version mm-hmm. you had uh peter porker spider peter porker oh uh john mulaney as peter porker <laughs> yeah i feel like they'll bring him back even if it's just for like a cameo i feel like they like because that character is so beloved yeah sure but I was actually like the first, I think that was the first comic I ever read, Spider-Ham. Really? Yeah, <laughs> it was, Peter Parker. I think Spider-Man, just in general, I think it was like the first comic I read too, um, just like a long time ago. It was like also not an official comic book. It was like a, not that Peter Parker is not an official comic book, but it was like a, it's like a mini comic book or something like that, that I read. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just remember that was that was like the first one. I have it over here somewhere, like on my bookshelf with the rest of my comic books. But um, yeah, Spider Man, highly influential as always. Um, and we got some new way home news. Oh boy, what is it? I don't know what did I hear? You know, I just typed up that we have no way home news, and I know we do. And now mm-hmm. it's slipping my mind, and now I feel like an idiot. <laughs> Why I should have written it down? I know it's early in the morning. Well, early for me in the morning, <laughs> but I should have written it down. Um, what well, no, 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 should we get? Damn. You oh, know, no, I feel like you did send me something now that I think about looks, it. looks, again, as always, they release, you know, like three new pictures every week of shit that's going on, but they still don't give us anything. Um, there was an... In app, I don't remember which video game it was. One of those apps um, released a series of like Spider-Man um, like levels, and the one was uh, to be or not to be. Um, the second one was and rue the day, and the third one was tomfoolery. And like they really just put all three of the dudes' names in it, like Toby, <laughs> like to be and they're not to be, and then and rue the day. 
Mm. And then Tom Fuller, I was like, they really just put all three. Fucking <laughs> There's no way in hell that. Like I would bet my soul that all three of them are going to be in this movie. Like, there's, there's <laughs> what you bet. There, there's just no, there's, there's no way they can't be at this point. Like, if Marvel teases this, like Tom Holland in that trailer last oh week when God. he's like, he's like, uh, to help me talk about the trailer, I brought two friends, and then, <laughs> then Dea walks over, and Jacob Batalon on the other side, and they're just like, yeah, because. We're in the movie. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> they know that, like, everybody knows that the other two are in it, and they just refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> Could you imagine just the amount of uproar of being in the theater if, like, they didn't appear at all? Theaters would be Especially with down. you going to the premiere, it would probably be chaos. Across America. Theaters would burn down across America. <laughs> it's going to be one of those videos that are on YouTube that people watch years from now. It's like it's like the Vancouver Canucks when they won, or was it the Canadians? <laughs> it's one of those Canadian teams. I think it was the Canucks when they won the Stanley Cup and they burned down the city. That's what it's going to be like. <laughs> yeah. Just flipping over cars and shit. Yeah, you got people fucking unnailing theater chairs and hitting each other with it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> popcorn on each yeah, other. Yeah, I was just going to say, ripping the popcorn machine out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. looting the whole, all the candy and just shit. Just taking everything. <laughs> just burning up the movie theater. Stealing movie posters off of the wall. <laughs> Random movie posters. It could be anything. It could be anything. It'll be like rubber, like the movie Rubber with the tire that kills people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just get in their hands on some fucking shit that Zootopia 2 or whatever. <laughs> I feel like your voice message to me after would be so just oh, filled with sadness and disappointment. I'm not gonna spoil anything for you because oh yeah, we should probably tell the people. Um uh, Jay and I are not for the first time in a long time. Jay and mm-hmm. I are not seeing the premiere together. We're still gonna see it together at some point, but um, we will not be able to see the premiere just because our work schedules conflict. Um, so we will both leave separate reviews on the IG live on the Dabs and Duke Instagram page for you to watch. So I guess that's the only bonus out of it is you get two reviews as opposed to one but uh but yeah i will not spoil anything for you because i'm seeing it first um Mm -hmm. if the two of them aren't there but if i if a theater gets burned down no promises that i can't spoil that i can't (laughs) yeah i guess i won't be seeing it if the theater is burned down i guess i'm done find an illegal stream online somewhere so you don't have to (laughs) i guess i'm staying home People would be going crazy, like just yeah. People would go fucking ape shit. Yeah, I feel bad for anybody working in a movie theater if these two aren't. Oh, yeah, if these two aren't in this movie, it's gonna be the worst. They're gonna and, hate their lives so much. It's gonna be at that dude from Super Bad when uh they spilled the beer <laughs> when they went in the mart. He's like, "Fuck my life." <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that? No. <laughs> you should really clean that up. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Dude. Uh, 
that's what it's gonna be like even without <laughs> like even with these two guys in this movie you know bless all the theater employees without these two guys in this movie <laughs> protect these theater employees <laughs> right for sure they need like a fucking union after what Spider-Man's gonna do to theater single-handedly. If if these if if yeah yeah unionized movie theaters, um, but but these uh these two uh Andy and Toby um if they're not in the movie and theaters start getting looted, uh, I'm just gonna go for the 3D glasses. So I'm taking every <laughs> one of the 3D. Everyone could get your hands on. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> sell them for a dollar a piece on eBay. <laughs> Make like 300 bucks off of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You gotta get those and you gotta get just all the fucking uh, Reese's and yep. peanut m and oh, can. Yep. Just take it off. Give them to me. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> And then we got but, a little bit. Of, oh, sorry. What were you saying? Oh, no, I was just about to say, much excitement, man. I, yeah. I think I'm going to have my phone on DND from yeah. uh, Wednesday until I see it. So that's totally understandable. Like, I wouldn't want to give this shit spoiled. I'm avoiding Twitter. <laughs> no. I am avoiding the shit out of Twitter yeah. for two days. Like, people dickheads. Like, they'll probably see an earlier showing than you and be like, Yo, did you guys see when fucking Toby popped out at the end? Like, I know. Did you see when Charlie Cox was there? Like, <laughs> fuck. <Come Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you live tweeting this? What is this, Game of Thrones? Right. <laughs> Watch the movie. Yeah. Shit. Like, but that's like, you're right. Like, people need to chill with the spoilers. Like, I know that people love to do that shit, but it's like, you need to chill. Let people yeah. enjoy things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Shady McCoy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did it in a way that avoided muted terms, like he spelled Tony Stark wrong. (laughs) How do you even spell it? How do you spell it? Do you remember T O N E Y? (laughs) Because I just remember uh, Sean Gentile, uh, that I I didn't work with him, but like we were at the Pittsburgh Post because at the same time he tweeted something. I just remember he like quote tweeted it and he's like, I can't believe. He avoided muted terms because he spelled Tony wrong. It's crazy. And I, yeah. But it, yeah. <laughs> and the funny part is, he probably didn't do that on purpose. He probably just can't spell. <laughs> I was thinking that. About I that. was thinking that. I'm like, there's no way he <laughs> did this on part. purpose. Like, there's no way he put that much thought into it. He probably just fucking spelled it wrong. Yeah. He's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no spoilers. And uh, what else? There's something else I was thinking about. That's why it probably releases at three here, is because it releases at like noon on the West Coast, mm-hmm. and everything's West Coast oriented. Um, Get everything early. I know, I know. Um, oh, Ant Man news. We got one little tidbit of Ant Man news. Um. We got a photo of the stunt team's T-shirts, and it is an Ant-Man helmet with a crack in it, big crack over the eye, and in the reflection above the other eye is Kang with a blue face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. 
finally. Hank Pym's definitely dying, is all I'm going to say. Like, I've been saying it's it for over. months. Hank Pym's fucking dying. It's over for him. Yep. Absolutely. If they kill Scott instead of Hank, I would lose my that mind. That would be insane. I'm going to, I will, I'll burn down the movie theater if they kill that, kill off Scott. I swear to God. I'll single handedly do it. I'll Paul Walker my car right through that movie theater. <laughs> How can they even think about doing something like that? That would be insane. That would be nuts. Be, I can't see them doing that. I feel like you've got to kill off Hank. I feel like I feel like killing Hank is the move. I feel like Hank's such an influential character in the comics that mm. it would be a big enough kill for Kang to get. But also, I feel... And I feel like Kang's just, or Hank is just such a big character, even in the movies, that it would be a big kill for Kang to get. But I think you still need Scott around to perform Ant-Man duties, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. He has to carry that mantle fully. Plus, it would be way too fucking dark for them to kill off Scott. Way too Yeah, dark. that would be a mindfuck. Totally. They've, totally they the only time they've killed off a semi-young like young person was when Tony did the snap. I, mean, I guess Natasha jumping off the cliff, but it's always been sacrificed when they kill off a younger person. Like you think like Erskine, like he got shot, but he was old, right? Like anybody, right. anybody that's died to this point in the timeline has been like old. Howard Stark, old when he got shot. Like Odin, old. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really typically kill off, or a villain, but they don't kill off young heroes. Groot, old. Then you get baby Groot. <laughs> baby Groot. Yandu, pretty old. Like, mm-hmm. it's always like a mentor figure that they kill off. So, like, I'm surprised they haven't killed off Hank already. Like, when he got shot in the first day, man, I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's the lights for him. But, but they brought him back. And, uh, yeah, so I, I just, it would be crazy if they killed off Janet, too, is that he's the only other one I'm really anticipating is if they kill off both of the parents. Oh, God. Yeah, that would definitely be super dark. That would make Hope's arc super fucking hard. Yeah, seriously. And I'm still wondering what the hell that voice in the deleted scene from Ant-Man and the Wasp was in the quantum realm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I still am too. I think about that scene all the time. Literally, that's the most important deleted scene in the history of the MCU. And I think about it every single day of my life. I think before, of course... We got to Loki, we both theorized that it was Kang, right? Yep. But now I don't think so. Like, now it's, yeah, now it's probably not. I think it very well could be because I still do buy into the theory that the uh, TVA is inside the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. But I just don't you know. know for sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, we got a good couple months here of well, we got a whole full year now that they announced Spider Verse, like mm-hmm. full year of solid Marvel content coming up. So yeah, it's pretty much 2022 at this point. I mean, time is well moving be. so fast. So yeah. fucking uh, Multiverse of Madness is right around the corner, pretty much. They're bringing some heat with that. Yeah, I saw another rumor for an Agents of Shield casting. By the way. Really? That they might bring back Mockingbird in um in fucking Nick Fury show. 
Oh, um, Secret, uh, Secret Wars. Yes. Secret Wars. Yeah. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. I heard a rumor that they're bringing back Mockingbird. Um, I hope they do. I hope they actually follow through with that. Same. I lo- her and um, Nick Blood's character, Lance Hunter, were both so good in Agents, and I would love to see both of them back. And Lance Hunter is such an like an underrated character, just like because in the in the comics he was like the British Nick Fury. Mm. So I think I think bringing him back for that show too would be like even if it's through the multiverse or even if it's not that even if they just re I would I would not want to see them recast the character but if they do like what they're going to do probably with Kingpin and Daredevil where they just use the same actors but kind of reset the storyline on them either way mm-hmm. either way I would still love to see those two actors come back to play those two characters because they were so absolutely. good yeah absolutely yeah, they deserve to be canonized for sure what okay. show is after? Oh, I was just supposed oh. to ask. What show is after Hawkeye again? I'm blanking. Is it Miss Marvel? I think that's the next one. It could be She Hulk, but I'm pretty sure it's Miss Marvel. Yeah, summer of 20th. Yep, next summer. Yeah, that's quite that's a bit of. I mean, I get long. it. That's that's, that's long. long though. And I get that they pushed everything back. Like I get that that was supposed to be earlier, and they pushed it back because they pushed Doctor Strange back. Mm. Um, but that's too fucking long. That's, that's long. a whole. Five or six months. Yeah, it's like five months till we get on the movie after Jesus. Spider-Man. Like after Spider-Man and Hawkeye, Spider-Man and Hawkeye wrap on like the same day. And, yeah. then, and then it's just like we wait, we gotta wait five months. Yeah. Which, which in 2018 would not have been a big deal. <laughs> right. Like that's like what, what we did anyways. But like now, like you have shit coming out every two months. Like now you're back to five. That's just like too long. They got to catch up with the original timeline of, of uh, releases. Yeah, but I they got so much fine. shit coming out still. Like, I think they're going to find a happy uh-huh. medium eventually. I think they'll probably do, like, every, like, three and a half months, they'll drop something. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, with all the TV shows and stuff thrown in there, too. But I think for now, they're they're just kind of simultaneously dropping everything because of the pandemic. Like, yeah. they just lost a lot of time there. How do you feel about the... I guess a sequence of time now that the MCU has shows and movies on the slate, as opposed to just having movies back in 2016 to 2018 and 19. Well, that's the thing is like on Disney plus, they've got the whole timeline listed out, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't really work that way anymore because certain episodes of certain shows can take place at different times but you have to put the whole show in the timeline somewhere mm-hmm. so like so it's just like it it muddles things up a bit like loki obviously takes place after endgame or after yeah after endgame but it mm-hmm. also takes place after the first avengers movie in a separate timeline loki is the one thing that really complicates shit fucks what you just said everything, it fucks everything else <laughs> yeah because everything could just happen in one isolated universe and or it could happen in different universes and you wouldn't know. Right. Right. And same thing with what if what if is kind of part of the Loki timeline, in my opinion, though. Because like mm-hmm. this the scene where everything branches in Loki, which is just an incredible scene, by the way. Yeah. But like that scene to me is the what if storyline. For sure. Um but 
Loki being the heart of it. Yeah, no, Loki messed everything up. Like, it's just, it's so confusing timeline-wise. There's no way to put it in the timeline. I still remember when I tried to explain to you, like, how it made sense, and then I ended up confusing myself. That's how I knew shit was fucked up. Yep. That's the other confusing thing. Spider-Man still has not technically taken place yet. This for the the second Spider-Man movie has still not technically taken place yet in the timeline. That's that's true. I think it. I think the first Spider-Man takes place kind of like right before Hawkeye. Like not first Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but the second Spider-Man takes place right before Hawkeye, and then Hawkeye happens, and then after Christmas is Spider-Man three. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's crazy. We still don't know who the sixth villain is. If there's going to be a sixth villain, yeah. At this point, is it going to be a sixth villain? We, I don't know. I feel like I you think. think so. I feel like I feel like you think. Yeah, I feel like you think there's not going to be, and I feel like I, I think there is going to be. And I feel like that's just how it's going to be until we find out for sure. Yeah. Well, twelve days. Twelve days. Twelve days. We will see. Or 11 days for you, 12 days for me. Yep. Yeah. I'm so fucking pumped for that. You're going with your brother, right? Yeah. Seeing it with him. Seeing my friend Chelsea after that. I'm seeing it twice that day. I'm fucking pumped. Then I'm seeing it with you. Seeing it with my friend Austin. We'll see who else. Probably Matt Foot. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if, if he ends up wanting to go. Matt Foot, if you're listening and you want to go to Spider-Man, let me know. Uh, <laughs> We'll I'm see, sure you see Jason, there, Jason, friend of the J- pod, Jason there. Jason and I are actually going to different theaters. We talked about it already. Oh. Yeah, because, okay, so this is the thing. Spider-Man, No Way Home. This is just some advice, generally, for any studio releasing tickets for a massive, massive, biggest movie ever, such as Spider-Man, No Way Home. And pretty much I'm only talking to Marvel here because Marvel's the only, only you know, franchise that's going to be able to fucking do this. Um. If you're releasing a movie this big, release the tickets by time zone instead of releasing them all at once so you don't crash the three sites that sell movie tickets. (laughs) Regal crashed, Fandango crashed, and uh, AMC AMC crashed. So I got tickets to Flix, which, you know, if you're not from the area and you're listening to this podcast, Flix is like a local movie theater. It's got like a couple locations. Um, I got tickets to Flix. Jason is, I think, going to Regal. I should have just known and waited till the morning to get the tickets, but I was like panic mode because I was like, these sites are crashing. And I went panic mode because of the PTSD from buying shit on Ticketmaster for concerts mm-hmm. and like not getting the tickets. It happened to me with the Foo Fighters the other day. Um, yeah. And I, I, I just went full pant mode. I was like, I got to find a way to get to this theater at 3 p.m. Like, I need to see this when it drops. And I was like, wait a minute. We got a local theater that's like only in Buffalo that people would not crash the website for. And so I went. There was like four people that bought tickets. I was like, hell yeah. So, man. You know, it's I, funny. I have no idea what theater. You said Flix? Flix. I think there's like two locations, um, maybe three. Um F-L-I-X. I think the people that own it also own Amherst Theater. I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay. Um, I was like, I've never heard of that theater before in my life. I'm pretty sure I've only been there three times. Once with my mm-hmm. grandma. Once was with 
uh, my brother. It's like just a very small I... like thing. But anyways, um, that's where I'm going for it. And then that night I'm seeing it uh, at Regal with my friend Chelsea. Probably see it at Galleria with you um, the next week sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing it with my friend Austin at AMC. I'm just hitting all the theaters. Like... <laughs> Making sure to do the due diligence, get everybody uh, there, yeah. their due. We'll see. That's funny. You and Jason are finally uh, tackling different ones. He got tired of bumping into you, huh? You're going to flush also, that shirt on him. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. But, but he texted me. He's like, um, what did he say? Hold on. I'm going to look at this. I don't remember. But there was like a disconnect in like the fact that he's like, he wanted me. Oh, because he's going to a later show. He's going to the four o'clock. He's like, you should come visit my theater after your showing's done. I was like, I'll think about it. And then he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're going to the gallery, right? I was like, oh, no, I'm not for this one because I couldn't get the tickets. He's like, wow, you really panicked, didn't you? I was like, yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know I didn't stand a chance on Thursday if you weren't getting in for both of us. So I was like, you know what? Let me just try my luck on Friday. And it took me a couple hours, but I found like one solid seat. Really? In the AMC near me. So I was like, yeah, let me grab it now. First car. I'm seeing this movie. I, I might set the record here. How many times did you see Infinity War again? Nine times. Nine times? All right. And so yeah. my record's my record's eight times with Endgame. So we'll see if I set the record with this one. I feel like you I You just might. I feel like you will. I feel like I, I, like I got have me beat. Yeah. <sighs> now the debate is do I break your record? And or do you break your record? <laughs> I, think, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I feel like I touch. I feel like I touch nine for sure. You think? I think I will touch nine. Absolutely. It's gonna be a hell of a movie, man. Movie of the year, movie of the life. Yeah, movie of the life. I just don't know when they're gonna be able to do something this big again. Like I know I said that after Endgame, mm-hmm. but it's like this is big for a different reason. This is big because. Because we're tying in the multiverse, we're tying in the OGs like Tobey Maguire, the man who launched live action superhero films, is gonna be in a movie as that superhero. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, dude. Driver. Yes, the He's OG villain. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange won't touch this simply because Doctor Strange isn't as popular as Spider-Man. Spider-Man is just right. universally right. Spider-Man because Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man movie would have crushed it regardless. And now you're talking about bringing back Toby, right? Like exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange could be better, like than this. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange not only could be better, but could be just have more characters. Like you could bring back the entire original Fantastic Four. You could bring mm-hmm. back bring back any amount of characters you want right but it's not going to touch it because it's not a spider-man movie yep that's simply what it is which again i know people are pissed off about spider-man being in the civil war trailer but if you want to draw more people in you gotta you gotta put them yeah. in it it can't yeah. be a surprise because otherwise you're not going to draw people in for the money people love yeah. spider-man spider-man Man. is the the marvel hero oh i get most celebrated MCU hero for yep. sure. Yep. 
and they can keep making them as long as which they did. Sony announced this week that they're gonna make at least one more with Tom Holland in the MCU. Mm, that's when his contract is over, huh? I think so. Yeah. Okay. But I I just need Miles to get into the MCU. I can't have Miles not in the MCU because if they like give Sony full control of the Miles Morales movies, I'm just nervous. Yeah. Even though that's the only good thing Sony has a track record with. That is, is true. Yeah. The only good thing Sony's. Yeah, you're right. You're right on that. I can't argue with that. It's just. That I, is, yeah. They but do still, have, I would prefer Marvel. I would prefer MCU yeah. having. Yeah. Yeah. Having some, some say in it. Plus, it would fit in with the storyline better. Like, it would just all around. It would be better. Yeah. Absolutely. But I, there's rumors that there's going to be another trilogy of Spider-Man with Peter before Peter is done. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading an article about it um, on Screen Rant. I that just read that. That they're talking about doing another trilogy? Yeah, yeah it's a rumor. We'll yeah. It, um, yeah, because like, if you do the college trilogy, you get him to like mentor miles a little bit and then mm-hmm. he can send peter on his way and then miles takes over as spider-man like it it would be such a smooth like seamless transition yeah it works out perfectly yeah mm-hmm. you get miles for a bunch of movies and then uh that's gonna be tough though after Miles. like you'd have to probably introduce another incarnation of spider-man seriously yeah that <laughs> you, will can't, be... you can't now that now that spider-man's in the mcu you can't lose spider-man you know whether you have to bring in another version of gwen stacy or you have to bring in spider-man 2099 or whomever i feel like and we're talking years down the line we're talking like 20 years down the line anyways because like if there's another peter trilogy and then mm-hmm. we get like 10 15 miles movies it's like a long time down the line anyways yeah like, that's we're gonna be in our Fucking mid thirties. Later than that, I would say later than that. I would say probably forties. Forties. Yeah. Yeah. By the time we, if they introduce, well, that also depends when they introduce Miles. But if they introduce Miles, you know, three years from now, and that's his first movie, (laughs) then, (laughs) then you know, it could be twenty years. We'll see. Jesus. 20 years. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to picture myself as a 45-year-old man. No, I get that. I definitely get that. Like, honestly, I'm not entirely sure that the world's going to be around in 20 years. But I am. <laughs> but I'm definitely sure that the MCU is going to be around in 20 years. That's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, the mouse still lives. Yep. Even if we don't. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. Marvel grind never stops. Oh. Any other notes? No, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, that's all I have to. Cool, cool. Till next time. Hashtag pray for AMC workers. Till next week. Hank Camaro fucked the world. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll catch you next week. Peace.